So welcome back to Hustle and Soul. This is actually our take two because if you've been with us for a while, you know that Barry's warehouse next door has wrestlers for some reason and they're like luchadores and they go very ham and they were making a lot of noise but today i have a very special guest her name is jasmine arenas if you think of the word sports she is like the female figure <laughs> that i would think about i met jasmine at fox deportes we were both interns and we were just talking about how crazy and amazing it is to see both of our journeys obviously she lives in colorado now but we have both kept in touch um, through instagram we've been messaging each other here and there about our careers and just like following each other on the gram um keeping up with each other's lives so i decided to invite her her here today um on hustle and soul we always uh talk about different people's stories, different people's real and raw um, experiences, careers, and real life. Um, so I wanted to bring her on here because just like me and Barry, she is a girl from the hood um, trying to make it big, and she's also a TV reporter in Colorado. Um, I really wanted her to share her story because I think she is an ideal and very motivating figure for other people that are like us and look like us. Um, so welcome, Jasmine. <laughs> Thank you, Arlene. Hey, I just want to give you a shout out to ever since Fox Abortha <laughs> This beautiful girl dresses nice always <laughs> on you. point like love her vibe so. <laughs> thank you you're welcome and thank you for being here with us today um i'll let you take it away i'll let you share your story um to give a little bit more context um i met her at fox deportes she was working in programming i was working in marketing and we would both talk about our career girl goals Sorry, I always knew Jasmine wanted to work in sports and being a TV reporter, she had the biggest smile. <laughs> she was always happy and she was always out and shooting content. I remember you were always trying to get your foot in the door. You're definitely a go-getter. So tell us about yourself, um, where you come from and what motivates you in life. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I'm a girl from the hood, grew up in South Central LA um, and in Compton. I have a house in Compton, um, just both of my parents really hardworking, kind of instilled that mentality in me at a young age. My mom, a uh, full-time uh, teacher assistant, and then she went to school full-time as well. While my dad was trying to build his business as a you know party supply business with jumpers and chairs and tables Aww. and all that stuff. So growing up, I always saw my parents work hard. Like I never really saw them take a break type of thing like they yeah. taught me like anything you want in life you have to go after it you have to hustle and you have to have soul just like this <laughs> podcast love that for in you. Order, yeah, in order to be able to make whatever you want out of your life and my dad yeah. always told me this like if you're gonna think about it if you're gonna work your entire life do something that is gonna make you feel happy at the yeah. end of the day do something that is like that you're chasing that you're yeah. you're not gonna get tired of and so I guess like that mentality just being instilled in me has led me to where I am now. And yeah. granted, I'm not where I want to be, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Like it, <laughs> it takes time. Yeah. But like I said, like you never really you can't just get to a destination and not have a story. Yeah. You have to be able to like tell a story. And so For my sure. story is like I grew up in South Central L.A., uh, Compton, Long like all the hoods, like I kind of just went <laughs> by them and went to school in the hood. And I kind of like understood what good influences were and bad influences were. Yeah. And my parents kind of just always told me like, whatever you want out of life, you're going to get. If you want to be with, you know, the bad influence, like that's what you're going to get out yeah, of yeah. life. You want to 
go the good route. Like hard work will get you to whatever goals you want to achieve in life. Yeah, basically. I feel like I just talk sometimes and just go. No, but. you're good. <laughs> you're good. Um, we've talked about this a lot here too, but we a lot of us come from immigrant families. So I think that hard work ethic is, is instilled to us at an early age. And it's kind of like you have to make it. You have to make it because we made it. And we know that with hard work, anything can happen. Yeah, and like my parents... Um, well, they're citizens now, but they came to the U.S. at a young age. Yeah. Like, my mom was brought here when she was six. My dad was, like, six as well. Yeah. Uh, they both came from Mexico, grew up in in um, the United States, and they both grew up in California. My mom was more so of, like, a privileged type, in a way, mm-hmm. because my grandpa worked, and my and my grandma was a stay-at-home mom, so that she had that dynamic going on. Yeah. Whereas my father grew up with a single mom, so he had to grow up fast, and... He didn't even get to finish school out yeah. here in like California where, where you think like, okay, like you go to the States, you're going to eventually be educated and go to yeah, school yeah, like that. Yeah. No, which is also like a whole dream that people have and then come here and end up like disappointed because that's not the case. Yeah. A lot of times, especially when you're growing up with, I mean, just one parent and yeah. it's hard for that parent too. And you have siblings, like you have to get to the workforce like early on yeah yeah. you know what I mean no definitely we were talking a little bit offline tell us exactly your role in Colorado as a TV reporter yeah so I'm a TV news reporter um, at KRDO in Colorado Springs and Telemundo Uh, Telemundo is the only station oh wow well the only Spanish-speaking station in the Colorado Springs area. Yeah. And so my role is to like give I guess five-minute newscast every day Monday through Friday on like what's going on locally in Spanish. And then after I do that, like every morning I have to pitch stories and then go on and report an English story for the day. Okay. So I have two roles in one day kind of thing. Um, And I'm also like a fill-in sports anchor, which is why I took the job there because they were giving me that opportunity to do sports whenever one of the sports guys could. Yeah, yeah. And so... I mean, as we, as you know, like being a Latina in sports, like you're either going to do Spanish or you're going to work extra hard to get yeah. a role in English because yeah. a lot of them don't look like me. Like they don't look like us really. Yeah, like yeah. we have to kind of just find our way. And yeah. so that's what I'm currently doing right now. Just working in Colorado, doing everything I have to do, being a, like a Spanish influence in the area as well. Because again, yeah. like... There's not a lot of Latinas really in Colorado Springs speaking for that community. So that's what I'm doing. And I feel like that's my purpose right now in life. Like, even though it's not my end goal, like you're our representation where it's missing. Like, I think you're not giving yourself enough credit for like the big role that you have. Yeah, no, definitely. It is a big role. And I feel like, I don't know, right now it's important. Yeah, no, definitely. Especially with everything going on, like politically and just like in society. But before we get a little bit more into how, that role and where you are now tell us how you got there tell us the journey tell us the hustle that had to go behind all of that some people go to college some people just network what did jasmine have to do to be able to get to colorado because even though you've already achieved that like i'm pretty sure there are little girls or other people currently in college that are trying to figure out how to get there so tell us a little bit about that yeah well first and foremost i want to tell those young girls in college or just in high school that want to go yeah this route that it's not easy yeah that you're gonna have long nights you're gonna have to work hard you're gonna have a lot of uh I guess self-doubt and then you kind of just have to squash that doubt in order for you to grow in order for you to squash like whatever people think about you like the negative perception but um I went to Cal State Fullerton right after high school um 
that was uh, the route I took. And it was kind of hard because there's not a lot of connections. When mm -hmm. you think about Cal State Fullerton, you don't really, well, now it's different. But back then, 2014, 2013, yeah, yeah. You, it wasn't really like a school where journalists win. Like you don't, yeah. you didn't think of it as like, oh, if I go there, I'm going to get a job at CNN after. I'm going to yeah, get yeah. to intern at CNN or something like that. Like it was kind of something that you had to work hard for because the connections were just not there yeah, yeah. at the moment. So for me, like I took it as a challenge. I was like, okay, I'm going to Cal State Fullerton. I'm getting my education paid for. I'm yeah, yeah. first generation college student. Like it's going to be okay. Yeah. And, um, and I kind of just took that positive attitude and I started just looking for these internships and yeah, yeah. I got to intern at Fox Deportes, Fox Sports West, uh, did some stuff with Power 106, Spectrum, uh, Sportsnet. And and just doing all these things, I realized, like, okay, like, the college you go to doesn't really matter. It's your hustle. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, you can yeah. go to the smallest college ever and then s still make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, like, everything that you put in or, like, look for or or go after, it, it's it's going to happen if you really want it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. So that's, that's a little bit about my journey. So going to Cal State Fullerton, making these connections – and then um, going to small markets. So a lot of times people are like, well, if you intern at these big places, like, why don't you just get a yeah. job there? Like, it's not that easy. <laughs> Newsflash. And to be honest, like, I, and I'm so glad you're here to do this because I've talked about this on the episode. I, I told you this when we first met. I, I thought I wanted to be an entertainment reporter. And I feel like I went to, I took a couple courses like at UCLA, like not as like a college student, just like on the side. And that's one of the things they tell you. They're like, if you want to make it in this, this um in this career you have to move out of state like you have to like find your way and even then like the pay can be um very little it just depends it depends on you and like how hard you work and that like unmotivated me because I was already working like in entertainment and in different realms and I was just like uh okay like I'm already working in marketing like I'll just take this route because it was easy to be honest and I was like I feel like this is going to work out for me. So I, I really admire that about you, that you're making it happen and you're paving the way. No, and it's really hard. Like you, it does demotivate you when yeah. you sit down and think like, dang, I'm going to have to be away from family. Like yeah. I'm going to have to be at a small market. Because it's not only like a career change, it's like a life, like yes. a lifestyle change and like culture shock. And sometimes and like, you're not ready for it. Yeah, yeah. It's not glitz and glamour, your first yeah. market, not even your second market. Like yeah. even in Colorado, I'm doing a lot better than I was in Yuma and it, I really appreciate it a lot more. So you started off in Arizona. But so I this started, is your second, okay. This is my second market. Cool. So I started off in Yuma, Arizona. That was my first market. Market like 160 something okay. on the TV index. Like, <laughs> on the like, TV what? index? Yeah, like, that still exists? On the mar yeah, on the Nielsen or whatever. Like... <laughs> yeah <laughs> way down like it's not even a market that you kind of think like oh I'm gonna go there yeah. like no people are like oh I want to start off in LA I want to yeah. start off. but I don't know what I can what I can tell you though is like if you start off at a big market right off the bat you don't last long because you don't build that hustle yeah. you don't build that grit. yeah you don't know how and to I feel survive like, yes I was gonna say that like you're just so used to being placed and like this is LA and then I think a lot of things that people don't think about just in life and even things that I've experienced and I'm not even like in such a niche like market or role is in entertainment there are a fuck ton of layoffs like people get laid off 
left and right, like COVID just hit, like people lose their job. And it's not necessarily a say about your performance. It's just like, yo, this is life. Or like sometimes companies don't even have money to pay people. So it's like snip, snip, like you're gone. Yeah. So I feel like working in LA, it's like, that's where everybody also wants to be. So it's as easy as it may be to get there. Like it's easy to have it be gone yeah yeah the faster you get I don't know this is what I've learned growing up like the faster you get somewhere the faster it's e- like it's easier for you to let it go or for someone to let you go yeah. or like because you haven't built yourself as a as a journalist or whatever it is yeah. like you know what I mean like um I don't know that's what I'm learning like okay someone that starts off in a big market like good for you like that was your path cool like yeah. god bless you because yeah. starting off in a small market is hard but again, you build grit, you build yeah. tenacity, you're able to kind of just grow from that and learn like, yeah, yeah. oh, like I'm really that, that be yeah. like, I'm, yeah. I'm that girl, you know what I <laughs> yeah, mean? Like, I love dang, that. like I really like, I would go and anchor a whole show and then after go shoot a football game and then yeah. after cut those highlights and write those highlights and then yeah. go anchor the 10 PM show and then go anchor like a whole football show. Like it's, yeah. you know, it thing, go, after thing, after thing, thing after thing, after thing, after thing. Yeah, yeah. it's just like okay, sometimes you kind of do feel like, when am I going to get my big break? Like, when is this hard work going to actually pay off? Yeah. Because it's a lot. Like, you don't just, I don't just go on Instagram and say, hey, like, I'm talking football today. It's so fun. Look at me. My outfit's cute. Like, no. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dang. Like, I got to get up in the morning. I got to make sure that, I don't know, I get a workout and I got to make sure that I do this. I got to make sure that I do that, that I write my, like, there's like, I, and I'm going kind of like on a whole. No, but that's but important because I feel like when people see TV reporters and when people see radio hosts, they're like, they're lucky because they get to talk on TV or they get to look cute on TV. And like, that's all they see because all they see is you for 20. Like when people are watching this, they're not going to know like the shit show that the luchadores <laughs> did for us or like a sweating because yeah. there's no AC in yeah, here and yeah. we're like low key want to pat ourselves. <laughs> Or they're gonna not going to know that we literally had to physically move everything over here. They're just like, oh, how cool. They're on YouTube. Like, they have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like people don't appreciate all of the work that goes behind it. It's just kind of like, they're lucky. Like, they get to talk on camera. And it's like, I wish I could do that. But it's like, it's not just a wish. Like, it's not just us sitting here looking cute, even though today I didn't get ready. But <laughs> there it, it, there's a lot of work behind it, yeah. right? There's like setting up. There's writing your stories. Like, there's a whole bunch of things that happen behind the scenes that people don't know about it unless you actually talk about it yeah and then people just go on and like judge you based off whatever product you put out yeah it's kind of like okay like you didn't know that i spent all 13 20 hours trying to my whole day yeah but okay i guess (laughs) dang like no but that's definitely what it is and I guess like sometimes you're you just get stuck and you just like okay when is this gonna pay off like what's going on like what is God trying to tell me in yeah. my journey? So what I, is he I, to I, build? I really like that you're saying that because before you just mentioned that you said um, sometimes you have self-doubt or you feel like, what am I doing? How do you overcome that? Because obviously you said like Yuma, I don't know if that was it for me, like Colorado, I'm doing better. So with anything, especially being Latina, especially being a woman, how do you overcome that? Like, how do you remind yourself like Jasmine is that bad bitch that's going to go out there and <laughs> yeah. get it and it's going to be poolside on hustle and soul one day? Like, like, what, how do you do that? Because for some people, that's not an easy thing. For some people, they'd sit home and they'd cry and it's like, fuck that. I'm eating my tub of ice cream and we're calling it a day. But 
which is okay and we do but do. you know like that's what I, that's what you do like that's yeah. what i do too like sometimes yeah. i'll have like there's been times where i'll just like sit in my car in my news car and like my- news flash <laughs> if, if you've seen me you've seen me and i'll just break down and be like gosh i gotta do this hard news story today like yeah. gosh like i yeah. really don't want to like yeah god like god just give me the strength like just yeah. pray and put your head down and do it and then it's so crazy because God rewards you. Like, yeah. and, and for me, a reward is like, oh, you get to fill in today. I was like, what? Like yeah, for yeah. sports? Okay, cool. Yeah. Like I'm happy going to work. But like I said, self-doubt comes on a lot, especially when you're yeah. on TV. Like you don't look a certain way sometimes and yeah. you feel down or like. And like as women, we go through a lot of shit. So yeah. it's like, it's hard to always be like on your shit and mm-hmm. look good and perfect yeah definitely i mean you're a mom so yeah. it's probably yeah, a lot girl. harder for you <laughs> no and i can't imagine because yeah. i'm like i can't imagine being a mom I was like it's it's hard just yeah. taking care of yourself all in one so um yeah i guess just praying a lot of prayer and if you yeah. have to cry you have to you have yeah, to let sure. that emotion out like you can't just uh let it eat you up yeah and then just talking yourself up, kind of like just saying like, okay, like, look, it you're not there right now, but you're going to be there. Like, you just have to believe in yourself. And yeah. also studying your stuff, like knowing your yeah. shit. Like, if you know your shit, like, that kind of calms your anxiety. Like, you know what? I studied. I know what I'm talking I about. That. I listen to these podcasts, these sports podcasts. Yeah. Like, I know what I'm saying. I like, know what's out there. Yeah, yeah. Like, you just have to talk yourself up and be okay. Because I know I'm hard on myself. Like, even when I get a chance on like to fill in for sports reporting or anything like i know they're gonna be like looking at what i know i know they're gonna be like okay why does this girl want a chance like is this girl a cookie cutter sportscaster or does she know what she's talking about yeah and that's like dang like in the back of my head i'm like why do i have to prove myself so much like why can i just talk and it's so funny to hear you say that because if i knew a girl that knew her sports like the back of her hand it would probably be you yeah you know i mean and it's not because I know because I played. It's not. No, because it's you cause know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because, like, I sit there and, like, I look at these players and I'm like, okay, what do I have to know about this player? Like, okay, what am I going to talk about? Like, yeah. what's the big storyline? And that's what I want to tell girls out there. Like, if you do want to do sports, if it, like, motivates you or whatever you want to do, you can do it. Just work hard, study your craft, yeah. and just put out the energy that you have for it. And I think a lot of it is believing in yourself like a lot. And I appreciate Barry because he helps me out with that. (laughs) I'm really bad. I'm like the worst, like self critic. And like, I'll get in my head so bad where I'm just like, no, like what about this? Or what about that? Or wait, like I don't have this or I don't have that. And it's like, but you have everything else. Like you have it. You're just doubting yourself. And I, I think that's something like we can all work on yeah no definitely you just have to get over it you just have to get over yourself in your head yeah because yes. you're your biggest critic, critic. yeah and like whatever else somebody says like the other day somebody was trying to tell me something and i'm like you know what i'm very self-aware whatever you're probably going to tell me i probably know yeah, already. Yeah. so being self-aware helps too just sure. knowing how you carry yourself and who you are and like if you have lipstick in your teeth and you know you have lipstick in your teeth like <laughs> move it like i don't know somebody's like you have li- i know <laughs> yeah like you know the sh- that's like an example yeah. of being self-aware yeah no i love that so one thing we talked about offline is the obstacle about of being a latina um and how that kind of puts you in a certain zone 
Um, I feel the same way and I can't only imagine being like a public figure. So at work, there have been many instances where there have been not my current job. I don't want to (laughs) like put them on blast, but in the workspace, the work field that we're in, there can be like a lot of like racist remarks or like sexual remarks. You're on TV. So like you said, I, I go to the gym, you know, I do all these things. What's that experience like? I would really like to highlight that because I know one, like a lot of people will relate to, but I also want to open up like the conversation to these are the things that we experience because a lot of people relate to that too. Or maybe some people are unaware where it's like, Hey, this is what Latinas go through. Like respect us. No. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like we have, and I, and I'm not saying like at my current market, this happens a lot, but Latinas have a lot of sex appeal period. Like, yeah. I feel like we bring <laughs> and that's that. not a bad like, thing. It's just, yeah. something that, it's just who we are. Like the yeah, way yeah. we speak, the way we talk. And I feel like sometimes like people who don't know how to approach us could kind of offend us in a way like oh you're wearing that tight dress or like oh like those curves or whatever and it's like I don't don't know like we don't want to be known for for that when like I've been on the field before with like when I fell in for sports reporting and sometimes like like I had this person come up to me he's like oh like I've seen you on Instagram like you've got these curves and it's just like what like why can't you talk to me about like the game like why can't we talk focus on like what's going on so um I don't know if that's a like Latina thing or just being a woman but yeah it, it is something that we experience but also like being the only Latina in the newsroom that that speaks Spanish and granted I don't yeah. speak it like marvelous yeah um you have a lot of pressure on you to perform a lot of pressure on you to be that person that spokesperson for the community yeah, yeah. and that's a lot of pressure for like sure. sometimes when I mess up on a word or I mispronounce a Spanish word like those people come after me. The community oh, wow. comes after me. It's like, Jasmine, yeah. like, why, like, are you representing us like this? Or da, 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 da. And, yeah. and it does get to you. Selena did it. I right. can do Selena, it. Selena, <laughs> right. I'm like, <laughs> me siento happy. Like, what? Me siento muy happy. No, but like, I, and I do see her as a role model in that sense. Yeah. I'm like, okay, she did it. Like, if she reads a teleprompter, she could like flawlessly yeah. read it. But if she's talking to you outside of the prompter, like, yeah. she might mess up a little bit. And that's yeah. kind of like where I'm at too. Like I said, there's a lot of pressure. It kind of just comes in the newsroom where it's like, okay, like there's an immigrant story here. Like, can you cover it? Or like, there's oh, this it. type of story here. Can yeah. you? Cover? And I'm not trying to talk. Like, no. Like, I take that role proudly. Like, yeah. I will do those stories. Because I'm passionate about telling these stories. I'm in the community and I'm going to do it. But it's also kind of like, okay, well, is it only because I'm Latina? Am I like a golden ticket here? Yeah, gotcha. I don't know. It does does cross my mind sometimes because I feel like... I I don't want to talk like... I'm not saying that my station is doing that to me, but I'm saying like... I'm sure a lot of Latinas probably feel this no, way. No, for sure. The only and I ha- one I mean, in my, the newsroom. No, I totally understand that, especially for me at work. So when I started at my job, or even like previous roles that I've been in, um, we do a lot of distribution to the Latin American market. A lot of things have to get versioned. A lot of things have to get translated. And it's always like, Arlene, can you translate this? Arlene, can you make the call to like Univision? Or Arlene, can you do this? And it's like, this is kind of not part of my job description. Like I'm gonna do it cause I can do it. And like, I'm a team player, but it's like, shouldn't I be getting paid more for this? You know, yes. like little things like yes. that do cross my mind. So I definitely, and that's a lot of work for to you that. too. Like, I don't know why On people don't see like, that. Yeah. Or it's like, 
why don't we just hire somebody like hire a versioning team or like hire someone to do things like that but it's kind of like almost like am I being taken advantage of too or it's like am I doing more work than we should be so I totally understand that but I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that too yeah no definitely I I'm we did a whole COVID-19 special for the Hispanic community mm -hmm. uh, well for Telemundo and um it was important because out there in Colorado Springs um where I'm working, the, the market that I'm working, there's not a lot of uh, Latinos being vaccinated. Like they don't believe in the yeah, vaccine. Yeah. A lot of them mm -hmm. are hesitant. So that special is so important for mm -hmm. like the community and like the city was involved and the hospitals like in the city were involved. And it was just like a whole big thing. Yeah. And so like a lot of pressure again was on me to perform, to be able to get that information out, to yeah. do these interviews with these doctors in Spanish. And not only that, but I also had to translate the whole thing in Spanish. And okay. that was like, it's it literally took me all night. Like I yeah. had to be on the, like translating the whole yeah. thing. Like, and like we're, we're kids that grew up here that we do speak Spanish, but like you, my Spanish is not perfect. So it's almost like double work. Like you got to go to Google Translate yeah, and be like, is this yeah. word like on my phone? I'll use like the Spanish like um keyboard to make sure right. I'm spelling things correctly. Yeah. And I don't want this to get translated as like, oh, they're like, they don't know what they're talking about. They're not yeah, real Latinas. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's not true. true like correct, we yeah. grew up in the U.S. where, um, I mean, we were taught English in school, yeah. not really Spanish, like only yeah, if you chose to in high school, sure. but it wasn't really a thing. And then like you go home and you speak like Spanglish because yeah, yeah. your parents speak Spanglish. Yes. And it's, I don't know, like I am a proud Latina. I love my culture. I love corridos and all that. But I also mess up with my Spanish <laughs> and I hate that people come after me for that. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. No, that's totally understandable. But yeah, that that's a lot of work. Like that's a lot of work for you on top of all the things that you're doing. Yeah. So. Yeah. But thank you for sharing snippet. that. And I know that that can be a little bit intimate because that's not necessarily like your career thing. That's almost like a personal thing because it's like your career, but it's also part of your personal life because that's your culture. I don't know. So it can be like touchy to talk about, but I appreciate you sharing that yeah. because I know a lot of people have experienced that. Um, but let's, I have two questions for you and then you could share like, Anything else you'd want to share? Okay, so in Hustle and Soul, we always talk about, like, hard moments. Barry's talked about his hard moments. I've talked about our, my hard moments. Um, tell us about your hardest moment in this journey so far. And I'm going to throw in a little bit more on there. Have you ever felt like quitting? Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> yes. When I first, um, when my contract was up in Yuma, um, it was so difficult because I didn't have a job lined up. And even though I had been trying for a year to get a sports job, yeah, I just, it just wasn't happening for me. And it was so frustrating because these news directors at like top markets would be like, oh my God, you have so much potential. Like yeah. you're going to do great, but no one would hire me. Yeah, And it was so frustrating, like just being in that bubble of like, okay, like who's going to actually give me a chance? Who's going to take sure. a chance with me? Yeah. And no one would. And that would. makes you excited, right? That makes you excited because that's happened to me before too. Obviously, like completely different yeah. um, roles, but they're like, "Oh, you're so good," or "You this," or like apply, or like, um, "I'll help you." Like, I know I'll give you my HR contact, and then the day comes and you're like, "I need you." Like, put in the word or like hire me, yep. and it's like either silence or like, "Oh, I really don't know what's going on right now," and it's right. just like 
then don't say anything from the beginning because I'm excited and now you just let me down. Yeah, so like they bad. pump you up, they build you up, and then they're like, oh, sorry, we gave the job to somebody else. Or, yeah. oh, sorry, we, we don't have that opening right now. And it's like, okay, okay, what, like, what's going to happen? So that was, like, probably one of the hardest things in my career that I had to go through was just, like, waiting around for an opportunity that yeah, it was yeah. actually going to be valid and take me to the next level. Um, so I have to say a year in Yuma and – um I mean, granted, it was it was hard, like the whole pandemic year, which was last year. Yeah. Like it was hard, but I stayed, and it was good in a way because I was able to still see my family. Yuma's like four yeah. hours away from LA. Like yeah. it wasn't bad, but um, granted, now that I'm in Colorado, it's so hard being away from your loved ones. Yeah, yeah. like just being out there. Like you got to think about it. Like in hindsight, I'm a 26 year old woman in Colorado doing what I have to do, not really doing like what I am passionate about, but just like, you know, trying to get a chance, you know, yeah, yeah. in order for me to grow and, and get that yeah. real. And then you're away from your support system. And then yeah. like, you have to kind of just try to build a support system, but it's never the same. same yeah. Like the people that love you, that believe in you, that know who you are, that like run to you every time you come home, like yeah. they're not there. They're not there to see the everyday struggle or the, or like mm -hmm. to lift you up. Do you feel like so. sometimes like you can't even share your hard times like with your family because it's almost like I'm too far away. I don't want you to feel bad. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you feel like you're never, I don't know, this is too deep, but maybe I like, I sometimes feel like I'm never really missed because I'm always away. Okay. Like, it's always, like, I'm always gone. I'm always doing something. Like, I'm always alone, I feel yeah, like yeah. that. Like, I'm yeah. always, like, by myself, doing what I have to do, chasing a dream. And it's, like, it would really break me if I don't, like, I feel like I've come too far. Yeah. I, it would really break me if I don't even try to, like, get that job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, that makes sense. Yeah, and that's, like that's very um, admirable because not a lot of people can do that. I mean, like, this is, like kind of a good example but not really um but I used to be in theater and a lot of people that had potential could sing could do all that they're like wait you mean to tell me that I have to go here to like have this dream like no nah, I'm gonna be a teacher like I'm not I'm gonna good. yeah because yeah, a lot of people don't want to do all that because yeah. it's hard like yeah, you're not just sure. gonna get up and go and leave your whole family like granted like I had to take a week off because I miss my family so much because yeah. I don't see them often and like they know how important they are to me and just helping me get to the next level yeah like, I don't it's know. like a recharge yeah oh, that's good so we really appreciate you being here yeah. <laughs> no thank you yeah. i want like reporters out there to know that like yeah upcoming reporters young reporters like you're gonna miss your and that's family something that's not talked about and that goes back to like everybody thinks this is glitz this is glamour this is fun they're so lucky but it's like nobody would see you on instagram or like on tv and be like oh she's missing her family they're right. just like she's on, she's on tv like well yeah. cool, like she fucked up her spanish but it's like <laughs> yo what if i had a bad day yeah, you know yeah. or, or like things like that too i feel like that's a lot of pressure to be a public figure because people have bad days like i can only imagine like i have shitty ass days and sometimes i just want to sit there and cry so it's like you forget you snap out of it and you just go on tv and not, not a lot of people like have the ability or like the power to do that yeah you just have to get up and go and like i know I, there's been times where i'm like really down on myself and like it's like 10 minutes to air and i'm like oh my god i'm emotional today oh, like no. i miss my mother i need a hug at like the yeah. story was so hard like oh my god and then i just kind of you have to do it. Like, yeah. I have to go on air and do it. And that's another thing. Um, I'm trying not to like <laughs> talk so much, but I think it very it's very important. Like 
when you're a reporter, you're talking about stories. Like we're talking about your story right now, but you're talking about other people's stories, other people's lives. Like you want to do sports, but in the meantime, right now, you're talking to the community. You're talking about the community, reporting on COVID, which is just a fucking crisis, like on its own. And that's a lot of emotion and like emotional attachment. And if you do an interview with a kid or like sometimes accidents happen, like I can't only imagine oh how gosh. Dr- mentally draining that yeah. is. No, yeah. I've done stories where like a kid died just crossing the street, oh got God. hit by a car. And yeah. I had to be out there with his family and like literally they were pressuring me to get his family on camera to talk to me. Oh like their God. kid just died. Like yeah. it's so hard. And, and sometimes you think like, what if that was my little brother? For like, sure. oh my God, I would not yeah. want to talk to you. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of just have to get in the role of like, okay, how do, how am I going to get this family to talk to me? Even though it seems so vain at this point, yeah. like I, I have to get this for yeah. TV. Like, I don't know. Like yeah. it, it's just so hard. So I always try to like relate to the families that I yeah. do stories on because it's important. Like for it's sure. important to have a heart. And I know like a lot of times the people that I do story on will come back and write me an email or like send me a message like thank you so much for like being human yeah for sure and (laughs) that's good because a lot of people are not human period yeah a lot of them are like go after the story and it's like that's not me at all like I don't know maybe if it's because I'm not doing what I want to do but that's I'm not gonna try to go after the story if it's gonna obviously obviously you're you're hurting you're crying you just lost a family member I did another story where they lost literally 12 family members like in one it was a massacre it was a birthday party (gasps) massacre like this boyfriend came to a house oh my god was jealous that he wasn't invited killed her that's her mom her her sister her brother like oh my god just everybody and and then there was obviously family members who stayed behind who were like destroyed that they lost their whole family and they only spoke spanish and they're like jasmine go out and do that story uh, and I was kind of just like are you serious uh, right now yeah but that's also part of the job and it's part of the job you, you kind of have, have to just do, do it yeah and but so, good to know for people out there yeah like, also you don't make money in your first market in your second market you're okay but your first market you don't make any money so do not expect to make and yeah. don't don't rack up on credit cards because that was my mistake <laughs> don't do it if you're ju- if you're broke just be broke yeah it's okay eat cup of noodles you'll be okay you'll be okay yeah just eat like you're fine yeah I love that but that's real and like that's what it is and if that's the career you want that's what you're gonna go sacrifice through. yeah sacrifice let's talk about good things now <laughs> that was a little down but it's very important specifically for this this career um and to reach your goals what has been your proudest moment so far as a tv reporter actually i have a lot of proud moments <laughs> that's good i think about it well like in yuma i was able to create a whole uh friday night football show for cool. my station yeah and so i was uh you know the producer and the anchor and the writer for all of that so i thought that was cool that i was able to do that um, and bring that to that channel. Yeah. And then um, I also was able to host, like in Colorado Springs, I was able to host a Lupio Rivera concert cool. with like Cheekies and all of them. And I think that was cool just getting up there and introducing the yeah. artist. Um, but I guess like just overall being able to tell stories that impact the community yeah. and that have like a purpose cool. that are going to help out people if they watch it. Like I've done stories before where um, it's about a job fair or something and nobody like in the newsroom that's not a big deal like in the newsroom that's kind of like oh like you did a job fair story that's easy yeah. 
But then there's people actually who need a job out there who are yeah. looking for this information. Yeah, yeah. So they reach who, out to you. You'll have like a direct impact on. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, they're hiring here or they're doing this for this. Like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. 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 My voice got all <laughs> mocking. But <laughs> no, like that's basically like, I guess my proud moment is just being able to tell these stories and help out people who need it. So. Very cool. Um, one more question. Where What's in store for Jasmine? Like, where do you see yourself? Like, what's your ideal role? And, and some of the episodes I've literally, like, have had people, like, describe, like, what they envision for themselves. And I think that's a very good thing, too, because I feel like um, Barry and I talk about this a lot, but, like, you have to manifest things. Like, you have to put that shit in the world, and you have to say, this is going to happen. And for us, it's kind of worked. Um, but I feel like I'll, no, take, the, I'll take the small wins, yeah. you know? So, like, tell us, like, what do you envision for yourself? What are your goals, and where do you see yourself? Besides, like, being on the second, like, another episode of Hustle & Soul, poolside <laughs> with, with <Hey>. drinks <laughs> at some, like, mansion Let's or cabana. <laughs> your mansion. <laughs> um, yeah, I eventually want to be a host on sports center okay. so i hope that cool. happens it no, will it will it's gonna happen um i want to be able to just be a face for for like our community like for latinas to be yeah. like oh like she did it she's brown yeah and um she's well spoken and she's on the sports center like if I she did that. it i could do it like just inspire people in that way so that's my end goal eventually and i also want to have a swimwear a swimwear line Cool. But I didn't want to say bikini, but yeah, swim wear line. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I want to have my own swimwear line oh, eventually cool. down the line. So, but that's that's my goal. Like eventually, get on Sports Center, get on a show, and host it. So, is there anything like special behind the swim line? Like a special like message? Like I know, um, who was it? I think Sports Illustrated did like something for like all bodies and things like that. Or is it just like the Jasmine at an ass? No, it would be like, okay, so my vision is like to have it be named Slice. Okay. And just like, I don't know, slices come in all shapes and sizes. I like that. Yes, so, like, that's cool. Why not? Like everybody get a swim swimsuit and have their own style and I, I don't know I'm really like an advocate for body types obviously I like I've like struggled with my body type all the time even though people wouldn't know because yeah. they're like oh like you look fine like yeah. you're good everybody says you look fine and right. you're like I have fucking complexity yeah. issues help me yeah, yeah like <laughs> whatever it is yeah. that you struggle like everybody has their own struggle with their bodies and stuff so for me it's like being able to feel sexy in a swimsuit without like the judgment of the world and yeah. just or any living that yeah or, or having the sizes yeah and living yeah. that out I don't know I want my swimwear line to be inspiring to women I mean like I'm all for inspiring the women that. and making sure that she feels beautiful in her body well that's very cool I we know you're gonna achieve your goals you've come very far and I Thank think you, you should be very proud of everything that you've achieved and then to end it off I want you to look into the camera and I want you to give some inspiring words um, to people that are watching this whether it's Latinas whether it's girls that are trying to be the next Jasmine Arenas or <laughs> TV reporter or the little girls that are looking at you at Colorado what would you say yeah definitely hold on I have it here um Obviously, like, Kobe Bryant is, uh, like, a big inspiration to Los Angeles yeah. and, like, to myself, too, just growing up an L.A. girl. Like, obviously, I watch his games. He was very important to me. Um, everything that happened, like, in the way that he passed away was, like, very emotional and stuff. Yeah. Don't want to get emotional. But this is it. Like, yeah. this quote, and you guys probably know it. If you're from L.A., you know. 
But this quote is everything and it gets me through so much. Everything negative, pressure, challenges is all an opportunity for me to rise. And that's what you got to remember. Sometimes when you're in that hard position where you're like, dang, like, how am I going to do this? Like, yeah, it's just an opportunity for you to show that you're that girl, that you're that woman, that you got it. So I love that. Yeah, that's the perfect (laughs) way to end this. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you for sharing your story with us today. Um, I know it's going to inspire people. I know people are going to be motivated by this. And we appreciate you. We appreciate you going with with us through the shit show of like no having worries. to record this um like we mentioned i wish you everybody only knew like the hard ass work that goes behind mm-hmm. these productions and things like this so thank you for tuning in thank you for watching yeah. hustle and soul and before we leave let us know where we can find you what is your instagram name? yeah my instagram is well my personal instagram is ja26 news um you can find me on there you can send me a message if you're a reporter or aspiring reporter watching this please send me a message like i will be more than happy to i don't know if, if you need an internship guide you through that or like um if you need a job for your first market, I got you. Like, just send me a message and um, I'll respond. Perfect. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in. Bye.